Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. Great to have you with us today as we worship Jesus on uh, Christmas Day, the day we celebrate his birth, Jesus coming to earth to save us from our sins. What an amazing, amazing day this is. If you're a guest with us, we're so glad that you're able to come worship with us today. And that's exactly what we're here to do, is to worship. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, you see the story of the wise men coming to see the baby Jesus. And what it says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, it says, And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. When these wise men, these magi came in and they saw this child, they were overwhelmed with the realization that they are looking at the king of the universe. These were well-educated men. These were wealthy men. These were men with prestige and status. They don't fall down in front of people. That's not a thing that they would do. But when they saw this child, they knew who they had in front of them, and they fell down and they worshiped. And I want to encourage you today, as we gather around and we remember the birth of Jesus, our Savior, we are here today to worship not a baby in a manger, but the God of the universe, sovereign king over all creation, king of kings and lord of lords, who humbled himself coming in the form of a baby, living through humanity just like you and I, experiencing all the same things that we experienced. He was a baby, he had to be taken care of. He grew up, he was 12 years old and his voice cracked. He had acne. He had learned how to walk and how to talk. He experienced all that we experienced. The Bible would say that he was at all points tempted, just like we are, but walked through all of that in absolute perfection so that he could be our sacrifice on the cross and save us from our sins. Today, I want to encourage you, let's worship Jesus, the Savior. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that we can worship you. We thank you that you are worthy of that worship. We ask you today that you would empower us, that you'll be glorified as we sing, as we pray, as we read your word, 
who respond. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Let's stand. Let's worship the Lord together. Good morning, church. Let's sing and let's celebrate Christ, our King. He is worthy. Oh, 
missionary in France. I'm studying the French language to learn to better connect with those around me. Connecting with my community looks like reaching out to other students in my class and people that I meet in community groups to form deeper relationships to ultimately share the gospel. all of this possible through your giving to the cooperative program and Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Thank you so much. Au revoir. <laughs> all right. Well, here at Christmas every year, we take part in what we call the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Uh, so the Lottie Moon Christmas offering is for Southern Baptist churches. We are part of a Southern Baptist convention. We gather all of our money, all of our resources together and pull that money to uh, send it out into the world for international missions. And so we've been asking you for the last month or so to give to that. Our goal is $5,000. Last I checked, I think we're around $15,000. So you did amazing. Um, here, here's, here's my challenge for you here at the end of the year. Let's see if we can bust through 20000 quite honestly. Let's see if we can do that. Um, if you're looking for somewhere to give for an end-of-the-year gift, I'd encourage you to do that. Uh, give the uh, Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Honest, if you're looking for an end-of-the-year gift and your options are give to the church or give to Lottie Moon, I'm going to ask you to give to Lottie Moon. 
uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, you can do that online through the app. You can write a check and mark it Lottie Moon and drop it in the giving boxes as you leave. 100% of that goes out of here straight to the International Mission Board for International Missions. Our heart is to see the nations come to know Christ because that's what God says his heart is. In the book of Revelation it says that there's going to come a day where those from every tribe and tongue and people and nation are going to gather together and worship Jesus for all of eternity. And giving in this gives us an opportunity to be a little bit a part of that. So I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, be in prayer about how you can give in that here at the end of the year. I know you'll be blessed by it. So um, Christmas, and everyone has Christmas memories, right? Great memories that you have. Or, well, this year was the year we did that, and this year was the year that happened. Do you remember? That was the year that. So for, for us, the Lynch family, about seven or eight years ago, uh, at Christmas, um, you know, it's um, coming to uh, it, uh, the Christmas time, you know, in the last couple of weeks there before Christmas, and all the lights are up, and, and, we're, and we're a Christmas family. We love Christmas. We put Christmas up shortly after Labor Day, and so... Um, so we're all in for this, right? And so we were in the Christmas mode, and it was a couple of weeks before Christmas. And, and um, uh, end of the day, everyone's in the bed, everyone's asleep. And we were in our, our, our former house, and the way our upstairs is set up is um, I could be laying in our bed watching TV and kind of see down our upstairs hallway, right? So I'm laying in the bed, I'm watching TV, and I just see something go poof out of my daughter's room. Kept watching TV, and all of a sudden, doof, it went back in. What in the world? So I get out of bed to go figure out what that is, and before I can get out of my room, um, I, I hear my daughter start to scream, Daddy, 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 Daddy. So I run in there, and there's a bat in my daughter's room, just doing circles over the ceiling. <laughs> Right? So, I mean, I'm dad, right? I'm, I'm, i I got to take care of this, right? So I stood at the door and I screamed, run over here, baby. You can make it, right? I'm not going in there. you got to be losing your mind. Come on, you can do it. And so as I'm doing this, Marie wakes up. She comes out. She's like, what is going on? The second she comes out, the bat flies out of my daughter's room straight into Marie's head. Like right there. She's freaking out. My boys are waking up. They come running upstairs. What's going on? And the bat's just flying and going crazy. By this time, the bat flew down the hall into our room. So I slammed our door shut. The boys come running up. What's going on? There's a bat. One of my boys is like, let's keep it as a pet. And the other one's screaming, no, if it bites us, we're going to turn into vampires. And so all this crazy. I mean, if, if you remember the scene from National Lampoon Christmas Vacation... When the squirrel gets loose in the house, that was us. That was us. So I managed to find this thing, and, and, and it is, I learned it is illegal to kill a bat. So um, I did not kill it. Um, but it was removed. And so then a couple of days later, we're downstairs, and another one goes flying through the house like, You've got to, like, it's the apocalypse. What is happening? So I get rid of that one. I'm like, all right, well, we clearly have a problem. So I call an exterminator. So exterminator comes to the house and um, does an inspection, right, and comes out and says, all right, so um, I didn't see any upstairs. I didn't see any in the house. I think, I think you don't have any. I think those were it. However, you have a problem. Okay, what's my problem? Problem is... Um, you have an older house. Our house was built back in the 50s. You have an older house. And you have a lot of small openings in your house that you would never notice or think about. But a bat, I learned this, can get into an opening roughly the size of a nickel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to sleep well tonight, aren't you? <laughs> so he said, what you got to do? I said, now, and since you already had bats there, the scent is there. And once the summer rolls around, it becomes hunting season, your house is going to become a bat motel. So we need to go around and completely seal up everything in your house. And so right there at Christmas, we had to drop crazy. If you've ever had to do this, the, those guys, if you're looking for a job, all right, that's the job you want because that ain't cheap. 
So we had to get our whole house sealed up and bat-proofed. And, and as we went through that, what I realized was this. So just like that bat can get through the tiniest of cracks, in the same way our hearts, we try so hard to keep sent out, to keep the bat out, to keep those habits away. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to think that anymore. I'm not going to walk down that road anymore. I'm not going to return that phone call to that person anymore. I'm not going to do that. But here's the thing. Sin can get into the tiniest of cracks that you didn't even realize were there. The smallest of invisible cracks in your heart. Sin can find its way to creep in and sneak in completely unknown to you. And what I want you to understand here today on Christmas, this is the reason Jesus came. Jesus came because you can't seal up your own heart. You can't fix your own heart. You can't stop you from sinning. You can't stop you from doing that dumb thing again. You can't stop you You need a Savior to save you from your sin, to save you from yourself. You need Jesus. And this is where we go today, and I want you to see Galatians chapter 4. Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5. Look at what it says. Galatians 4 and 5. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. I want you to see what's happening here. When it says there in verse 4, when the fullness of time had come, that word, the fullness of time, has a couple of really cool meanings. It can mean, number one, like a ship. A ship that's got all the cargo and all the sailors and all the crew on board, and it's time to set sail. Right? Everything that's in the ship, that needs to be in the ship, is in the ship. It's time to pull up anchor, and it's time to go. It's been fulfilled. That word can also mean a fruit that's ripe. You ever tried to eat fruit that wasn't ripe? Right? It doesn't taste good. Or you try to eat fruit that's past its ripeness, it doesn't taste as good. There's a perfect time to eat fruit, right? When it's ripe, when the time is fulfilled, when it's ready to be eaten. And that's the way it's describing Jesus coming to earth. Do you realize that the timing was perfect? Perfect. What you see here on Christmas Day is this. God is totally and completely sovereign and in control of all time and space and kingdoms and cultures. He guided the Greek empire to spread through the known world and pass through the Greek language to be the dominant language in the world. Then he rose up the Roman empire to go through the world setting up roads, and, 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 and laws and peace so that people can now travel. Everything came together perfectly by the sovereign hand of God so that the time was perfect for the Savior to come. And if God is sovereign over those things, if God can be sovereign over time and space and kingdoms and cultures, then God is sovereign over your life as well. And here's what that means. You ready? God perfectly wove your life together so that you are where you are sitting right here at this moment. Everything has come together for this day right here, right now. If it wasn't for trusting in the sovereignty of God in my life, I'd be a basket case. I'd look back on my life and think, why did I do this and why didn't I do that? And how different would my life be if I took this path instead of that path? You get to trust in the sovereignty of God. If God had the perfect time fulfilled for his son to enter into this world, then he has the perfect timing in place for your life as well. Everything comes together perfectly. All the things that did happen and all the things that did not happen. God is so big and so glorious and so amazing. He can make all of that work together for his glory and your good as you trust in him. What I want you to see for Christmas today and then hopefully every other Christmas for the rest of your life is this. This was perfect timing. This wasn't by accident. 
This wasn't just randomly thrown together. This is the fulfillment of centuries full of prophecy coming together the right time at the right place for Christ to be born and for you to have a Savior. And the same for your life as well. Everything is coming together today for you to receive Jesus as your Savior, which is what we see in verse 5. Jesus was born of a woman, born under the law, what? To redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. What you see here is this amazing gift of being adopted as a child of God. What we see at Christmas is two things. God is sovereignly, massively, huge control of all parts of the universe. There is not one rebellious molecule in the universe. God is in control of all of it. And he is intimately a part of your life as your great dad. And think about a dad. A great dad. A dad that loves his kids does a dad look at his child, a newborn baby, right? Have you ever had a child and you're a brand new dad and you look at that little one? Do you just look at that little one and think, you are so amazing. I love you so much. But I'm going to love you even more when you stop spitting up and pooping everywhere. Right now you're kind of a hassle. You don't bring anything to the family. You don't have a job. You just sleep all day. You just cry in the middle of the night and expect us to come running. No dad thinks that. That's crazy. Why? Because a dad just loves their child and wants to bless their child, wants to love their child, wants to be there for your child. And that's the way the Bible is describing God's relationship with you through faith in Christ. Because Jesus came on Christmas, you get to believe by faith in Christ and call God your dad. Your dad. And he's there for you. And he never leaves you. And he never forsakes you. And he's never going to throw you to the wolves. He's always watching out for your best interest. He's always going to be there for you. Listen, if something happened, right, if, if we needed to get out of this room quick for whatever reason, my guess is if your child is around you, that's going to be the first one you grab. You'll probably grab another kill on your way out, throw them in your pocket, run. But the first one you're grabbing is yours. Why? Because it's your kid, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's your child. And this is the way God views you. You have been adopted. You have been chosen. You have been intentionally brought in to the family of God. And this is the beauty of adoption, right? I mean, come on. How many of us have kids, and that was not the plan, Right? I mean, we just like, that's accident number one, accident number two, accident number three. We love them. They're beautiful little accidents. But it was not the plan. But adoption is different. Adoption is an intentional act to go to someone and say, I want you in my family. I want to be your dad. I want to be your mom. I want you to be my child. Isn't that different? It's completely different. And that's the way the Bible is describing salvation for you and I. It's not that we accidentally get into the family of God and God's like, well, I guess I got this one now. All right, let's make the best of it. You are intentionally chosen and adopted into the family of God. And this is what Christmas says for us. When the time was right, and the time was perfect, and everything came together, and all the, all the dots lined up, and everything was perfect, that's the point where God intentionally chose to send his son into this world so that he could buy you out of your slavery, seal up the, the holes in your heart, and intentionally adopt you into his family so that he can be your dad forever. This is Christmas. This is what it all means. So what about you? Have you trusted by faith in Jesus Christ? Do you believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth at just the right time 
so that he can live a sinless and perfect life, so that he can die on the cross for your sin and as a result buy you out of your slavery to sin. And when you trust by faith in him, he adopts you into the family of God. So now for the rest of eternity, God gets to be your dad. Is that, kind of the, is that the kind of relationship you have with God? Or do you see God as sort of this distant, far-off force? You believe in God. You believe in Jesus. You need Jesus died on the cross and rose again. Yeah, you understand all those things, yes. But, but your relationship with God is something that is distant and, 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 and foreign. And Christmas and Easter roll around, and you try to reconnect with it the best you can. But for the most part, it's sort of, sort of this out-there thing. I want you to understand today that that true Christianity gets to be so much more than that. You get to be adopted into the family of God, and that's only possible because of Christmas. When the time was right, when the time was fulfilled, the Father sent Jesus to be born from the Virgin Mary so that he can raise up, die on the cross, redeem you from your sin, and have you adopted into the family of God. And it all starts with Christmas. Have you received this? Have you received this? I'm going to ask you to bow your heads for me. And, and I want to take just a minute to pray over us. And I want to give you a minute to pray. Today, right here, right now, today, have you entered into that kind of relationship with God? Would you say right now at this moment, you have trusted by faith in Jesus. He has bought you out of your sin. You have been made a new person, and now you are an actual adopted child of God. You see God as your dad. You know he loves you. You know he desires to be intimate with you. Is that the kind of relationship you would say you have with him? All through faith in Christ. If the answer to that is no, I can't think of a better time than right here on Christmas Day. The day that we celebrate this perfect coming together of time so that Jesus can be born of the virgin so that he can rise up so that he can die on the cross and be buried and rise again to redeem us and save us from our sin and adopt us into the family of God I can't think of a better day than right here right now for you to trust by faith in Christ to be saved do you today right now realize that you are a sinner and that you are in need of Jesus. You can't save yourself. You can't make yourself better. There are too many holes in your heart. You can't plug them all up. It's not possible. That sin creeps through the smallest of cracks. You can't fix you. Do you realize that? Do you realize you need a Savior? You can't save yourself. Do you realize that Jesus is the Son of God? that he came to earth for the purpose of being your sacrifice on the cross to save you from your sin to have you adopted into the family of God today are you willing to lay your life down set it all aside and say God forgive me of my sin take it away I don't want it anymore I give my life to you Jesus save me is this your desire today? Is this what the Spirit of God is stirring up in you? Maybe you've never felt this before or understood this, but you sense in your spirit, this is something that, that I'm, I'm being led to. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is why I'm here today. I want to encourage you right now, just in your own words, tell God, I need you. Save me. Jesus, save me. that is your heart today, I want to encourage you. If you came with someone, tell them. If you don't have anyone to tell, come tell me. We want to pray with you and encourage you and help you and walk with you. Teach you how to live as an adopted child of God now. The world has changed. The world is different now for you. You get to live differently. Let us help you walk through that.
God is great. He is glorious. He is amazing. And he has sent his son so that you can be saved and and redeemed and made new. Trust by faith in him and receive that. God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for today, for Christmas. We thank you, God, that we get to celebrate you and worship you at Christmas. We thank you, God, that at the perfect time, you were in control of all of it, all things working together for the perfect time to be fulfilled, for Jesus to come, born of Mary, so that we can be redeemed and saved and be made new and be adopted as your child. Thank you for the glory of Christmas that makes all of this possible. Thank you, God. You are great. We love you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Scripture says, For God alone my soul waits in silence. From Him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning, for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. He says, oh, my strength, I will sing praises to you, for you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. So we're going to sing of his great love. We're going to celebrate. Would you stand with us? And let's close today, the saints singing these truths and just adoring our Savior, your Savior, my Savior, for his grace and his mercy and his hope. He is worthy, and let's praise him.
God, just thank you. Thank you for your life. Thank you, Jesus, for salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for Christmas. You come to redeem us and save us and adopt us as children of God. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey, have a seat just for a quick moment. If you're a guest with us today, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you chose to come worship with us today at Christmas. We'd love to connect with you. Best way you can do that is to text the word CONNECT to our number on the screen, 910-424-1298. Just text the word CONNECT. That's how we can know that you are here and minister to you in the best way possible. A couple other quick announcements going into the new year. One, mission trip to Hungary. An interest meeting for that is going to be on January 8th after the 11 o'clock service. Don't forget that. Number two, membership class that's trending up here in January 15th, 22nd, and 29th. You can sign up for that by texting the word member. And then lastly, our equip classes starting in January as well. You can text the word equip and get a link. You can see all the upcoming classes and sign up for whichever one that you would like. And then for every other announcement, you can download our app. You can give online through the app or in the giving boxes as you leave. Whatever works best for you. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Let me pray for you and let you go. Lord, we just thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your life and your love. We thank you, Jesus, that you came to earth on a rescue mission to set us free and adopt us as God's children. Thank you, Jesus. Let Christmas be full of joy for us because of what it really means. Thank you. We love you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas.